0: Welcome back to Critically Incorrect, your weekly gaming podcast. I'm your host, Onliner Brandon, here today with Charlie, if you wanted to say hi.
1: Hello.
0: Yeah, we got a lot of exciting news to talk about this week, so yeah, looking forward to discussing it all. But of course, as we start off this podcast, I want to quickly remind you that if you have any topic suggestions, feedback, anything of the sort, leave it, of course, in the comment section down below, or click the link to make our way to our Discord server. Um, But as we always start off this podcast with, we want to talk about what we've been playing for the last week or so. So Charlie, give us a rundown on what you've been playing.
1: Yeah, before I get started, I will just say sorry to anyone if I look or sound pretty out of the weather. I've been pretty ill this week, so, you know, up until today, I've been coughing like crazy and sneezing quite a bit, so um, you'll have to excuse me, but um, yeah, I haven't played a ton this week. Like I said, I was ill, so um, I've just been lying around a lot and not playing too much, uh, but the the kind of main things I g- did get to play was, was last night and today, Uh, which was Resident Evil 4 VR and Unplugged VR, both of which are on the the Quest 2. So, Resi 4, I want to say, I've put about an hour into. Um, I played about half an hour yesterday and and half an hour today. Um, It's pretty cool so far. Um, It's weird to play that game, like, so soon after beating it, really. Like, it was only sort of, like, six to eight months ago that I played through that for the first time. Um, so it's quite weird going back, playing it in like first person, being able to like move around a lot more freely than, um, the original, which, um, uh, I like, but at the same time, the game is like super easy in VR compared to normal, because it's so much easier to like walk around and hit headshots and stuff, um, but, yeah, I'm, fi- I'm finding the game a lot easier and even more action focused than it already was, so, um, I'm enjoying it so far though, the controls work really well, I like how they've incorporated all the, the first person stuff, so far it's it's working pretty well. Obviously the visuals aren't amazing, mainly because it is just a port of basically the the like PS4 version. A little bit dumbed down here and there to get running on the Quest, which is why it sucks that it's not really on PC VR. Um, the only reason it's not is because Oculus are publishing the game, so um it makes sense that you know it's going to have some kind of exclusivity there which is a shame but hopefully at some point it will get some pcvr port or somebody will mod it so that you can uh, download it on pc who knows whether that'll happen or not though because as far as i know this is the first time we're getting like a full-on quest 2 um exclusive we had some quest 1 and 2 exclusives but this is the first one that is just quest 2 specifically so that'll be interesting to see um, and then, aside from that, I also did play Unplugged VR, which is the one I've been getting pretty excited about over the past few weeks. Uh, it's kind of like Guitar Hero, but in VR with hand tracking. So it's basically you're playing air guitar. You've got your left hand obviously playing the chords, whilst your right hand is strumming. Um, it works surprisingly well. Like, I, I play tested it probably about a year ago, year and a half ago now. Um, and it was fun, but it was pretty clunky. And there was quite a few issues with the game but they've really done a lot of polish over this past sort of year and a half since i played uh, they did get a publisher with vertigo games which are really well known in the space and they've got some really good tracks on there unfortunately they haven't really got anything too modern i would have liked to see some more like smaller artists and stuff you don't really get that in uh in the game which you used to get a lot in guitar Hero and stuff you'd get smaller artists that would end up blowing up because of the game, uh, but it's mainly sort of popular music from sort of 15, 20 years ago, um, so i even older than that, so uh, I am enjoying it. It does have a few issues, but they're not really the game's fault. Uh, most of them are just down to the tracking, and unfortunately, like, it's good, but it's just not quite there. Uh, it does need some work, but hopefully games like this and, and hopefully other things in the works will kind of push Oculus and other companies to really improve the hand tracking. Um, I'm probably going to give it another go obviously I'm going to play it loads on Quest but I will definitely be giving the game a go again when it comes out on PC VR just to see how it works on Index as well Uh, whether I'll end up keeping it on there or refunding I don't know but I'm interested to see how it compares to straight up hand tracking because obviously it's going to play quite differently Um, but it might be a little bit easier in some places so um, that'd be quite cool Uh, but other than that. It's mainly just been sort of normal multiplayer stuff. But even that, I haven't played too much, to be honest. So, yeah.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, Yeah, I haven't played terribly much in the last week or so. Uh, Mainly, it's been multiplayer games with friends. I did go back to uh, Sackboy Big Adventure. So I played uh, probably like another hour or two of that. Uh, Wanted to play a bit more yesterday, but some stuff came up. I was actually planning on beating it yesterday. Because I am like really near the end. Um, It's funny, I like almost beat this game like near the ps5 launch like during the holiday season and then i just kind of dropped off because i didn't really have someone to play it with lately because the online was like really uh, yeah rough at launch it was really hard for us to play um but yeah going back to that and it's pretty fun in solo besides that not terribly much i've gone back to back for blood a bit um progressed a bit more with you charlie and kim
1: oh yeah as well played that (laughs)
0: yeah and then i think what else was one other game um forewarned which is like a kind of like a co-op game i also played a bit of that probably like about maybe 30 minutes of that Um, but nothing terribly much just been kind of busy with midterms and stuff but next week it should clear up maybe a bit um towards the end so looking forward to that Uh, i really want to get resi 4 vr but i have a quest so like it really is irritating that i can't play it on that um and I'd, i'd need to buy the new and barely you know upgrade that is the quest 2. like it'll have obviously performance um, improvements and stuff like that which is why it probably is on the quest too um, but it's just still frustrating that yeah i'd have to do that so who knows if i end up buying a quest 2 for one game that is resident evil 4 vr but uh, i still haven't made that jump yet um, but yeah it's cool to see vr getting a lot of cool games i know Lone echo 2 came out a few weeks ago um, and that reviewed decently well not as good as resident evil 4 Um, but I think I saw people saying it was, you know, more of the same of Lone Echo. So that's cool. Anyways, let's jump into the game news. And yeah, we got a lot of it this week, especially from um, a lot of the big publishers. So we'll start off with PlayStation this morning. They announced the state of play for next week. So this will be next Wednesday. Um, I believe that would be the 27th. Um, it's going to be at this normal time of like 2 PM Pacific time. So if you're in Europe, it's like 10 PM, um, and yeah, it's going to be focusing on third-party games, so don't expect any like you know, you know, first-party exclusives from Sony to be announced or updates on God of War, anything like that. It's going to be third parties, probably on the smaller side since these data plays generally focus on smaller third parties, but um, still pretty exciting. They say it's going to clock in around twenty minutes, so it'll be a small show for sure. Nothing to like, you know, there's not going to be a ton of games there, but um, hopefully they'll have some cool stuff to show for like early next year. Um, yeah, games like that. Um, I think the biggest thing that could be here would be, like, maybe Hogwarts Legacy, but even that, I don't know if that's on the scale of, like, a state of play. I could see them waiting for, like, the Game Awards or um, some, you know, random day in November or something like that. Um, But, Charlie, what are your thoughts on the state of play and what do you expect?
1: Yeah, I'm not going and expecting too much, right? Like, they did say third party, mostly already announced stuff, uh, but they did say there's going to be a few new announcements, so... I assume some smaller indie studios are going to be showing off stuff here. Um, I'm looking forward to it. They've said it's only, like, 20 minutes as well. So there's not also, there's also not going to be a ton. Uh, but something on the scale of the one we got back... When was it, like, March time when they announced, like, Sifu and stuff? Yeah, uh, I think that would have like been I March. I want to say that was just before the Ratchet and Clank, like, time. Um, I think yeah. March, April, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't expect too much, but a cool a few cool things. I think we get like another seafood trailer. I think we, I feel like we've got one at basically every <laughs> like state of play since that got announced. But I'm not complaining because it looks great. Um, maybe like Solar Ash or something because that comes out in yeah. December. Um, but yeah, I, I also wouldn't mind seeing um, what was that a Little Devil Little inside. Devil inside. Like we haven't seen that in like over a year at this point, and. Like, that was meant to be out this year. I don't know if it did get delayed or not, but I'm really looking forward to that one, so hopefully we see some of that. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for it, but I'm not expecting too much.
0: Yeah, definitely nice. I didn't expect really Sony to have any event for like the next, you know, well, really until the end of the year, and I've expected maybe we'll hear from them in like January, February, so. Cool little surprise. Uh, Who knows what they'll announce here, but just keep your expectations low, given its length and also... Um, the caliber passed past data plays, and I think it'll be fine. Anyways, another cool no story from PlayStation has to do with another exclusive going to PC, and that is God of War. Um, yeah, this one kind of came out of nowhere. They just kind of, you know, dropped this in the middle of the week and said, hey, God of War is coming out before even the Uncharted remastered. Um, yeah, it's coming out January 14, 2022, very soon here. Um, this one was huge. Obviously, God of War is like probably the biggest PlayStation exclusive, I think, of like the last five years almost like i definitely think god of War is probably like ever like most people's favorite ps5 exclusive if you ask them what their favorite one is most will say like god of war i'd say um so really cool to see that coming to pc it's gonna have like the standard enhancements that you'd expect like dls support 4k you know unlocked frame rates um you know widescreen support so all the nuts and bolts that you'd hope and expect so that's really cool Um, but yeah definitely really nice are you planning on trying this out charlie or have you got your God of War fixed before Ragnarok?
1: I don't know. I I'll, I'm gonna wait and see. Um, like Days Gone and Horizon, I didn't pick up on PC, um, mainly because like Days Gone, if I want to replay, it, obviously it's got the patch on PlayStation, and the Horizon I was planning to wait until close to launch, and then they patched the the PS five version right, so, um, like it's got sixty FPS and stuff on next gen, and I did recently buy the DLC because I never played it, so I, I'm gonna get around to that with that one. Uh, God of War, obviously we've already got the patch, so I, I don't really need the PC version, um, but I, I might give it a go closer to the date. I've got a couple of mates that are super excited about this, because uh, they've been waiting for it to happen, right? Um, like, they really want to play God of War, but they don't have a PlayStation, and they didn't want to buy a console just for it. Um, and because of, like, Horizon and Days Gone, and me talking to them, mo- they were pretty sure it would happen, um... I think it, it's pretty good timing as well clearly they're doing this to c- get more pc players to get into god of war and go okay i want to buy a ps4 or ps5 before the new god of war comes out this gives them plenty of time to pick up the game buy it and play it and then also try and find a ps5 if they <laughs> if they want to get a ps5 right like i imagine the game's coming out in sort of june july time so they've probably got a couple months to try and hunt down a PS5 if they can. If not, to get a PS4. So, um, I definitely think it's a it's a good idea on their part to get it out beginning of the year. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. I don't see why people hate on stuff like this. Like, the game's been out for... By the time this comes out, it'll be just shy of four years. Like, who cares at this point? Like, Sony... Are, are, like, why would they not do this, right? Like, God of War at this point probably doesn't sell like hot cakes anymore you know they probably still sell a decent amount of new copies but i imagine most of it will be on the second hand market now so they're like well if we put it on pc we're gonna get crazy amount of sales like they did with horizon it just makes sense like it, it would just be a waste not to um and it just brings in more console sales so if anything it's better for playstation in the long run so um it's not like they're gonna start putting Got of war of ragnarok on pc day one right like that's just not gonna happen so um i don't see why people get so annoyed i, I am interested to see i think spider-man is the only one i don't think will come to pc that's always been my kind of one game i thought wouldn't happen just you think because this, i kind of that but at the same time spider-man just constantly sells i don't think there's ever a time where i don't see that it's doing well in the charts Whereas God of War I know has done really, really well over the past few years, but eventually that will drop off like it has. But I just don't... Spider-Man is just one of those games that people will always pick up consoles for because it's just such a well-beloved character, and I don't see them having a need to do it. Maybe by the time Spider-Man 2 rolls around, right, things might be different by then, but I just don't... I'm not sure. I feel like they might want to keep that one just PlayStation, but... Who knows at this point? But I I personally think that won't happen.
0: But I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I could see the reasoning for that. Like, it's such a household name. It's almost like PlayStation's Mario where it's like, you know, an IP that will sell for years and years no matter um, how long it's been. Um, I still think it's possible we'll get one before Spider-Man 2. That's a good point. Um, Yeah, they would want that to, you know, obviously sell consoles. I'm just wondering if, like, if they kept... Um, if they kept, like, what would the difference would be, like, if they brought over Marvel Spider-Man for PC but then it had, like, the second, you know the sequel, essentially, you know obviously be what it normally would be, where you'd you'd have to own a PS5 would that still be enough, or do they think that that would hurt sales? It's interesting Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely am really interested to see what happens to Spider-Man but it's clearly, like, now it's like any IP will come to PC we've seen Uncharted and God of War go in, like, the last few months and those were essentially like the like pretty much the prime playstation icons if you think about it because before that we were getting like the new ips like horizon and god of war um, or no horizon and uh, days gone um, but now anything's fair game but i personally like that um the more people that could play these games the better right so next please give me bloodborne on pc <laughs> my god <laughs> i want that in 60 fps uh yeah anyways going into other news stories a small but you know sad delay it comes in the way of nintendo so advanced wars 1 plus 2 reboot you might have seen this in the nintendo direct that i think was the e3 one back in june um yeah that was supposed to come out i want to say in like december or the very end of this year that got pushed to spring 2022 uh this is a sad delay for me personally because i don't use my switch much but these like tactic games are what i always like love to play on switch um, i played like fire emblems three houses and i beat that game in like a matter of a few weeks um, just because it was so addicting to play on the switch and it was just so satisfying. Um, I've heard so many good things about the advanced war series. I'm definitely gonna be picking this up. Um, but it looks like we'll have to wait a bit longer before we can. So. Yeah, any thoughts on that delay, Charlie? Were you personally looking forward to picking this up, or did you not care?
1: Yeah, I I was actually looking forward to this one. I never played um, any of the Advance Wars games, but um, my boss at work, he absolutely loves the original Advance Wars games. He's He doesn't play, like, he doesn't like Nintendo games at all, and he doesn't play a ton of games these days, but when they announced this, when we watched the, the Nintendo thing at work, he, like, got really excited about it, <laughs> and he was like, I might pick up a Switch just for it um yeah. so if if he's into a game then it's probably really good so um i'm super excited about it it's a shame it got delayed but um to be honest i don't know how much i would have played it at that point because there's going to be so much out at the end of the year although saying that spring i don't know how like there's going to be something i was much say there's like nothing in November um, besides. but like yeah. it like if it was because it was coming out in december right steam deck yeah. comes out in december if my steam deck had turned up in december or january like there's no way i was going to be using my switch so <laughs> um we'll see but i'm i'm excited about it it's just a shame it, it did get delayed
0: yeah uh just a quick runoff are you planning on still staying true to your steam deck pre-order
1: yeah uh, yeah i think so yeah
0: i'm looking forward to it. release really some more videos about it like that i think they announced this week the verified like line of games are going to be doing or mm, like yeah. essentially on the store page you can see that so yeah, we're getting close. I'm looking forward to that. Anyways, it's probably the, I'd say probably the second biggest news story or maybe the, even the biggest, um, yeah maybe second um has to do with the gta trilogy that we've been talking about for so long now in the podcast um so many rumors and then we finally got the announcement i want to say like one or two weeks ago well we finally got gameplay footage this morning and i'd say i'm pretty impressed i don't know your thoughts yet charlie but i actually was pretty impressed by this trilogy so far so i'll give some quick details real quick and then we'll discuss what we saw um so as we know like knew earlier um this was coming out in November. We got a specific day for the digital. It's going to be November 11th, and then for a physical edition, which we actually don't think we knew about, um, that's coming out on December 7th, so just a few weeks after that. Um, yeah, the trailer is out now. You definitely go watch it. Um, it. Has a really cool, like, cartoony look in my opinion, where it like still has that charm of the old um, games, but um, yeah, the lighting—it just looks like one of those RTX um enhanced mods kind of like what that one leaker described it essentially fit the bill exactly for this trailer um the enhancements did impress me more than I thought they would I always thought these were just gonna be like a glorified port especially when we started hearing that these things were coming to like mobile next year um but I gotta say the stuff it does look good um I haven't you know heard too much on like terms of like the controls and how much they fixed on that front but if we get like a lot of improvements on there where at least plays like GTA 5 or something sign me up. I'm like, I'm definitely playing this on November 11th. Like that's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Charlie, what'd you think?
1: Yeah. Um, I think it looks really good. Uh, I think they've done a really like unique, but cool job with remastering slash remaking it, right? Like they've ported stuff over to a new engine and rather than completely remaking assets, they've almost remade them, but still made them look like they did um like I mean you look at the character models right and they look like PS2 character models but they're a lot more like like you said cartoony like and I kind of like that the art style they've gone with they haven't tried to make it realistic they've kind of stuck with what it was and kind of gone all in with the look and I'm really liking the look of that um in fact I think the best like comparison I can think of in my head looking at like how they've redone stuff with like the lighting and things is like the quake 2 like rtx demos like where they've ported everything over and kind of given it a visual overhaul but then the lighting just makes it look better and it's like kind of night and day difference when you don't have like the reflections and stuff it reminded me a lot of those demos um seeing that so um i'm excited for it i don't know whether i'll pick it up on the 11th mainly because it'll be right in between cod and battlefield which i'm planning to pick up um so i don't know how much i would actually play of it and i w- also would want to get it physically i don't know if i'd want to buy it digitally because it's 60 dollars right that
0: would be a really um, cool physical get.
1: and it's the same price physical and I'd, I'd quite like to have that one physically so i might just wait um pick it up i will still give it a go because i have seen well i don't know if they've officially announced it but i know igm posted an article saying. San Andreas was going to be on Game Pass. It is going to be on Game Pass, don't do it. And then GTA 3 is going to be on PS Now in December. Um, So I'll probably give San Andreas a go just for a bit, just to see what it's like. And if I like the the look and feel of it, I'll probably pick up the full thing in December. Um, I have seen, they've said, like, the controls and stuff, they've revamped to be more like GTA 5, uh, which is cool. I don't know how that'll work with sort of like the movement and running and um kind of the lock on aim and stuff uh because I I don't really know what it was like you know with the original games I can hardly remember them so um I imagine that will be a big improvement but yeah I really impressed with the look of it I think going into it expecting it to be a very bare bones port made it come out a lot better than it was so um yeah I'm looking forward to it I just don't know whether I'll pick it up day one
0: yeah. Uh, they have said that like, there's going to like, it looks like they're giving it a lot of support. Like the switch is going to have gyro aiming and stuff like that. Definitely looks like they have some good improvements around. Um, so yeah, really excited for this. Um, I actually probably, this is probably my most anticipated release for the end of this year. like, I'm looking forward to playing battlefield 2042. Um, but that I know what to expect, but like the trilogy, I did actually buy this on like the steam. So like earlier in the summer, um, But i never ended up touching them and i'm kind of glad i didn't so now i can pick up this remaster and play them um yeah, i'm fully excited for that uh so yeah i'm just really glad that these were finally shown off and that they look impressive um so yeah definitely really cool anyways speaking of games that look impressive the stardew valley developer finally announced his next project uh yeah stardew valley obviously one of the most beloved indie games um created by one guy it's one of those like uh, stories where like one person individually you know, created a game and is able to you know, create a game that was so beloved by so many people. Um, yeah, he announced his next game called Haunted Chocolatier, um, yeah, he just kind of like posted this on Twitter yesterday saying like I'm gonna announce a new game one o- or announce something in one hour And then the hour came and gone and he pretty much just uploaded the trailer for his next project It looks very much like Stardew Valley, but essentially instead of like working on your own farm You're gonna be kind of like mending to your um, chocolate factory um, Or your, yeah, your chocolate factory the music was really really cool What definitely recommend listening to the trailer Stardew Valley was big on its music um it looks like he's pulling from a lot of his systems from stardew valley so like i think the currency currently is like the same granted this game's obviously in development so maybe he just ported it over these systems as kind of like you know just temporary um to get stuff working before he modifies it um but it definitely looks really impressive especially considering it's obviously just him working on it again um definitely go watch the trailer. Um, and it is just obviously him working on it. So it's going to be a few years probably before we see it. Um, he reiterates that like in the description of the video, but yeah, Charlie, did you have a chance to go check out the trailer? what did you think?
1: Yeah, I-, I watched the trailer when he announced it. Uh, I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Stardew Valley. It's just not my kind of game. Um, but I can see the appeal. I think it does look really cool. Like you said, the music was really interesting. It is very much Stardew Valley, right? Like you're, instead of running a farm, you're running a chocolate shop. You've got to get all the ingredients and stuff. There's all this weird stuff going on because it's in like a haunted house, I think is the the premise. And then obviously you're building the relationships with the different characters in the town and stuff. So it's very similar to Stardew Valley in that aspect. Uh, I do know he said in like his blog post that, the video might look really finished but the way he makes games is he'll make like loads of vertical slices um and just so that he has something that's at least playable and then build off of it um so he said he is still very early on in development like he is not that far into things and it'll be a while before you know there's actually something that people can play which makes sense like he said it's one man developer i think it took him 10 years to make stardew valley so uh, um It's probably going to be at least, you know, sort of two years before I would imagine he even talks about like a date and stuff. Um, But yeah, I think it looks cool. I'm excited for the people that really like Stardew Valley. Some of my mates absolutely adore that game. So they're very excited about this. Um, But yeah, it looked pretty cool.
0: Yeah, Stardew Valley is great. Uh, I haven't played terribly much of it. I've only played probably like five to ten hours, but uh, essentially scratches that Animal Crossing itch where if you just want to relax, um, yeah, it fits the bill completely for that. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this, really cool to see that he's working on something new, um, and it looks great. Anyways, Charlie, did you want to talk about this next new story with Battlefield 2042?
1: Yeah, so there was a, a bit of a smaller story come out for 2042 this week. Um, basically, DICE were, they cheered off like a new gameplay trailer that went over the last five of the the specialists that are going to be in the game at launch. Um, so these were ranging from obviously a load of different uh, classes, like the, the previous five we had. Uh, But alongside this, more importantly, they did put up a blog post, basically detailing basically what they learned from the beta, all the improvements they've made since the beta build. Uh, I I think there was a lot of details in the blog that I really suggest people who are a bit unsure of 2042 on, go and check it out. Because there's a lot of really cool clips on there that do kind of shed a light on a lot of the problems people had. um, And they already seem to have fixed a lot of those issues prior to launch um so stuff like HUD things being missing so stuff like the comma rows which is common in battlefield basically allows you to ping different places and ask for ammo that kind of thing just wasn't in the beta it is in the game it's just it was cut out of the beta build um stuff like uh, seeing where medics are when you're down that was was just taken out of the game. The ping system was basically non-existent. That's in the game. Um, a lot of the, the HUD elements can be edited, and they've made them a lot clearer as well. Um, the, the kill feed, I know they've made a lot of edits to, stuff like that. Uh, they've done a lot of balance tweaks to the weapons. So there's, there's a ton of stuff um, that they did, and uh, it, it looks really promising. I enjoyed the beta anyway, but seeing stuff like this does make me uh a bit more hopeful i'm still a bit unsure about the whole beta fiasco because there's such conflicting information because dice were kind of saying the build was a few months old and they kind of back this up in this they then say that the builds from august that's when they decide to split off from the main build and kind of polish it off for the beta um which is obviously odd because they delayed the beta by a month so it's kind of weird that they're saying that um And then also stuff like uh, Tom Henderson was saying the beta wasn't actually like months old, it was only a few weeks old, so I don't really know, it's an odd one. Um, Either way, they've clearly made a lot of improvements since they did split off that build. Uh, They said a lot of these changes are going to be in place uh, for the 12th, which is early access launch, and then they'll have even more ready for the day one patch on... The nineteenth, I believe it is. Yeah, the so the full launch of the game. I think it's the nineteenth. Whatever day it is it comes out, seventeenth, nineteenth, something like that. Um, so that most of the the fixes will be in place on day one. It's just there'll be a few missing for early access because they just won't be quite ready. Um, but he hoping the game will not be a complete mess on day one. I imagine there's going to be problems. This battlefield, there always is. Um, but if there's a lot of improvement over the the beta and stuff. Uh, i imagine it's at least going to be a semi smooth ride with some bumps but not super bumpy
0: (laughs) yeah looking forward to it um yeah looking forward to playing it did battlefield 2042 ever get announced for game pass that never was a thing huh
1: no there was a few rumors like mm-hmm. back when they showed it off at um, the xbox event and stuff but no i mean i never thought it would happen purely yeah, just, you know it's, it's ea's biggest like game of the year right and even if it was it would only be on console i would never see that happening for pc it's just too big a market on pc for them to do that um, yeah, obviously it's it's on ea play right so you'll get like a 10 hour trial uh if you have ea play so you can if you have game pass you'll be able to try it out for a bit you just won't Obviously, get to keep it.
0: Cool, cool, cool. anyways a new story that I'm sure a lot of you will be glad to hear about is the fact that apparently Ubisoft is finally making a Splinter Cell uh, mainline entry. So, this comes from VGC. Um, obviously, we've you know talked about VGC in the past; they're pretty credible. Sources told them that you know after the fact that they announced uh, a VR game and a mobile Splinter Cell VR game or mobile game for Splinter Cell (laughs) that the fact that um, Ubisoft wants to make a mainline entry for fans to kind of just, you know, you know, essentially answer concerns over, you know, what they've been doing lately with obviously um, the franchise and after every single event, obviously that's the one thing everyone asks for is where Splinter Cell at. Um, So yeah, very, very cool. It's very light on details. Apparently it just got into like production or like um, it's making progress into like full production now. So I imagine this is probably still like a few years out and it it amazes me, man. It amazes me how just now this game's going to full production. Like I've heard people want a new Splinter Cell game since like 2014, 2015. It's like (laughs) crazy that it took them this long before we finally get to see it in, you know, full on production. But nonetheless, I think we'll all take it. Granted, you know, whether or not modern day Ubisoft can pull off a you know, linear spinner Cell game, or we don't even know if this is linear. It could be an open world spinner Cell game. My God. Uh, but mainline is definitely reassuring to a lot of people. I know a few friends of mine that definitely are glad to see that. So yeah, Charlie, what'd you make of this? Do you have any hope in this game? Um, to be
1: honest, I'm not like super excited about it. I kind of wish they just would double down on the VR game, um, and just kind of, Mainline, mainlines like I, I know it's like the complete opposite of what people want but i would honestly like them to just wait because you never know the vr game might come out and it might blow people's minds i doubt it will right like i doubt it's going to be anything crazy good but i think it would be cool if the vr game came out and people went oh actually no this is the right direction for splinter cell i want to pick up a vr headset because clearly this is the future of the series and i want to try it out in this way so the fact that they're they clearly are open to just doing a Splinter Cell, like, mainline entry. Kind of makes me doubt that Ubisoft have confidence in the game, right? Makes me think that maybe they doubt that it's going to be the game that people would actually want for the series, which I think is going to be a shame. Um, but I, I'm excited for the, the the fans of the series, obviously. It seems super early, so I imagine it's a few years before we even hear about it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It could be cool. I'm not getting my hopes up because it's Ubisoft and they're, they're making more and more repetitive decisions that I'm not a fan of these days. Um, but I, I'm definitely going to be interested in seeing this how this turns out, at least. Uh, but I'm still more excited for the VR game, just because I, I feel like that has more promise than just a, you know, same Splinter Cell game would be. Obviously, it's been a long time since the last mainline one, but... You can't imagine it's gonna to be too different, right? If it's just another linear single-player game, I would like some yeah. evolution, right? So we'll yeah, see. that's
0: always been my thought process as well. Like uh, this one or VR game has always interested me more because it's like a perfect genre for VR, and the fact that they'd be able to essentially possibly do what like Half-Life Alex did, where they'd take like an existing franchise and like evolve it with VR obviously based on this announcement you're right it doesn't seem like they have much hope in it considering the fact that they're already working on another game alongside it that would please like og fans but who knows um yeah i hope we see it soon i know they're working like what assassin's creed and Cell, so hopefully we see those projects sometime in the near future but yeah i forgot about those almost and yeah Anyways, we'll move on to Suda51. So Suda51 was once asked to make a Deadpool game by Activision. This was way back. I want to say what. This would have been like after... No Man- When did no, Man- no More Heroes 1 come out? That would have been like... Uh,
1: 2008? 2007? So yeah, yeah, I was
0: going to say. So this would have been around like 2008, 2009 or so. Essentially, he was asked to work on a Deadpool game. Um, I don't know what happened. Did he turn it down or... Did basically something he not work out? It
1: didn't pan out basically in pre production, mm-hmm. I think, was what he said.
0: Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he recently just came in at interviews and said that he would still be interested in making it. Um yeah. Wasn't there also like another was it Deadpool or was there another IP I know that people wanted Suda fifty one to make that apparently um someone was like interested in working with him? Was it Ryan Reynolds? I think it might have been Ryan Reynolds. It might
1: it might have been yeah, deadpool been just I think because people were talking yeah. about it recently. Mm-hmm. um and then yeah, people I were kind of saying because he's had a partnership with james gunn in the past they were kind of like hey james you should totally hook him and ryan reynolds up and, and get this happening um i mean it's still good i'd love to see him do a deadpool game i think it'd be like a perfect fit for their writing style and weird gameplay choices um i don't know how down marvel would be for it because obviously it wouldn't be an activision thing anymore it would be marvel um obviously Suda 51 did also get acquired um recently right by NetEase, i think it happened today or the day before uh chinese company so how or not Suda 51 but grasshopper his studio so it'd be interested to see how that would work um but i would definitely love to see him do a deadpool game i think it would be really cool i'd love the normal hero game so i still need to play three um but yeah i'd be super interested in that um i guess we can talk about the next story as well right because it's yeah you can also mention um, so Suda also said, I think it was in the same interview, maybe in a different one, um, that over the next 10 years they're planning to work on three new titles, which might be returns to previous franchises, um, but could also be some new IPs, um, so it's, it's pretty cool to see that Grasshopper no. <laughs> clearly are doing well, you know, right, like, it's vague, but clearly No More Heroes 3 did well for them, if they're able to say that they're gonna be working on multiple projects, um... But yeah, I'm excited to see whatever it is. Like, I enjoy all the Sudius games, so um, whether that's old stuff or new IPs, either way, I'm excited to see what they turn out to be. But I'm sure they're all a ways off yet since they only just finished Normal Heroes 3, so...
0: Yeah, Suda Fifty One's like, my... One of those gaps I have in gaming history and also just gaming and genres and all that shit like that. I haven't played any of his games, so... I definitely need to... I have a few friends that have played them and recently I've talked about them, so yeah it's on the list for sure anyways cyberpunk and witcher 3's next-gen versions both got delayed to q1 2022 cyberpunk one wasn't really that you know surprising to me we haven't heard really anything about it um yeah just to be expected um the witcher 3 one did surprise me because that wasn't being done by cd project red i think it was being done by um some other studio i forgot the name um but yeah both of them got delayed essentially they were just they were selling cd project red nor not ready give us more time and then yeah i'm guessing cd project red didn't want a repeat of what happened last year with cyberpunk 2077 so they'd rather delay it obviously to make sure the quality is better so yeah you can respect i guess that um yeah nothing really big on that front did you have anything else you want to add to that charlie
1: not really um i mean i was shocked to, to be honest that the witcher one got delayed yeah. i thought that was a given that would come out alongside the new season of the show because they were gonna have new content based on that right like it just made sense I, I wonder why it got delayed like i feel like that it just sounded like it had been ready for ages and they were just waiting to release it it didn't seem like it was that it wasn't finished especially because i know like you said cd project weren't the ones working on it um so that one was a bit odd to me cyberpunk kind of made sense they'd already said that they were willing to push it back um so like it makes sense i would much rather they push it back than like you said release it in the state that the original game didn't have a ton of problems at launch so um yeah i think the delay makes sense i just want to play it again when it's ready like i've got the game installed but i'm waiting for when they do a nice big update some cool new content and stuff But I imagine it'll still be a while before we get any of the expansions. Which there's been some rumors on recently that like Tyler McVicker has has sort of reported on and stuff. They seem to have changed a lot since before launch. Uh, They're more kind of like expanding already existing areas of the game rather than giving you new areas to explore, which is an interesting choice. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm interested for anything Cyberpunk and Witcher, so I'm excited to see what they do. But just take their time, like don't rush it
0: i yeah, definitely agree and speaking of delays elden ring sadly did get delayed this one did hurt me personally just because it was so nice to know that we we're gonna be playing another from software game in like three months um so sadly that got pushed back to four months now so that's coming out on february 25th um, there was a good you know news drop to drop alongside this and that's the fact that we'll actually be able to play this next month if you get into their online test so they did something similar to like dark souls remastered Um, essentially, from software likes to do these tests to just make sure that the online servers are working. It's always weird to me because, like, it's not like a lot of people use the online. I mean, you're kind of forced to in some situations, but it's not one of those games that you'd think would, like, be heavy, but nonetheless, still very smart to test this stuff out before launch, and will give us, obviously, a good choice, um, or a good chance to, you know, try a slice of the game, so I'm looking forward to that. Just the fact that we'll be able to play Elden Ring next week, or next month, if you do get in, um, is very exciting, so yeah Charlie were you signing up for the Elden Ring uh test yet or no yeah,
1: I, yeah I, I did sign up for it I don't know if I will play it or not like I'm not too bothered I don't know what you'll actually be able to do in the test right I imagine it's very basic stuff so um and I think if it happens I think it's happening like the weekend of like the battlefield early access so I don't <laughs> I don't even know if I'll play it because I might be busy playing battlefield um but yeah, I'm sad about the delay mainly cuz it's coming out near my birthday and now it's coming out in the middle of every other release ever. So uh, <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. How Can we talk about, about that
0: how one. that's like literally on the week of everything else? Like Yeah, like that's, literally that the week of
1: February is insane.
0: Yeah, I don't think we've seen a week like that, let alone in February be that stacked. So definitely a lot of stuff has to move. I think what what is that week like we got Horizon, the Destiny expansion, <laughs> Elden Ring, like I think Elden Ring and Horizon have a chance at staying, but definitely I'd say D two should probably move, given that's only an expansion, or C uh, as well. C for sure yeah. should move. Um, but yeah, still very nice to see that we'll be able to play it next month. I'm definitely playing this. Um, I really want to know how Elden Ring plays, and it's not like it will really spoil anything. Like Elden Ring, it will be just like the other From Software games for me, where it's going to be like a long twenty plus hour experience where i'm gonna have plenty of struggle and you know plenty of chances to learn the game's combat and master it so the sooner i get to try it out and get a glimpse into this world the better um, i do wonder how the slice will work given the fact that it is like an open world will they like restrict you to like a certain area i imagine they will you know when like we're not just gonna be all playing the whole game <laughs> next month but it. yeah it'll be interesting anyways going into kind of like our i guess we'll keep this as like our last two segments um DC Fandom was last week, and we got some new trailers for Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad, and The Batman. So, yeah, I guess we'll just go over this as, like, its own little segment here. Um, I guess we'll start with probably the game side of things, given that this is a gaming podcast. Uh, so, yeah, we'll start with Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. Um, I guess I'll let you start, Charlie. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, um, I guess I'll talk about Gotham Knights first. Um, I, I obviously am already excited for this game. I think the trailer was... I'm kind of like 50-50 on the trailer. I really liked some parts of the trailer. I thought it did a really good job of sort of showing off, like, the Court of Owls and some of the different enemy types. Um, I was not a fan of the Penguin's voice. Um, I don't know what it is about it, but I just didn't find... Like, he's meant to be telling like this creepy rhyme about the Court of Owls, and it just didn't come across that sinister (laughs) at all. Like, um, I I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of his voice uh, compared to everything else we've heard from the game so far. Um... But it still looks great. I was a little bit disappointed that we still don't have a date. um, Especially since a date did leak uh, before DC Fandom. I thought we might get one. Um, So I'm hoping that's still earlier in the year. Um, But the fact that there's no date makes me think that maybe they're potentially thinking of delaying it sort of later in the year. And they don't want to give a a solid date just yet. Um, But overall I thought it was a pretty strong trailer. I did want to see some more gameplay. um, But I was happy with the trailer we got. Um, I guess I'll talk about Suicide Squad 2. Uh, I was actually like, this was the probably the biggest surprise for me. Like I was interested in Suicide Squad, right? Like it's Rocksteady. It's the Arkhamverse. Like I was going to be interested in it anyway, but I thought the tra- that's one of the best trailers I've seen in a long time. Like it was a really, really good trailer. Like it gives you a good taste of the different characters, what you're going to be doing. The music choice is really good. I think it's edited like almost to perfection, like, it is a very, very good trailer, um, and got me a lot more excited about the game, there's a lot of, like, hints to what might be going on in the plot, um, I liked the designs of the Justice League, I liked the comedy banter between, like, Captain Boomerang, um, and Harley Quinn, Croc, and Deadshot, like, I think they all play off each other quite well, um, so I'm super excited about, it. I just want to see gameplay now, uh, I do hope we see it soon, I, i'm kind of leaning towards we might get gameplay at like game awards or something because um, rock do have a track record of being at like um the spike v- vgas and stuff way back when um so i i'd like to see gameplay soon and i think that is a possibility we see it there but i'm super excited about it it seems to be hinting at a lot of sort of plot threads from arkham knight and stuff being continued and maybe even wrapped up um there's also a severe lack of, like, there's lack of Batman, but there's also hints of Batman at the same time. And I feel like it's just going to be some kind of weird surprise reveal. Um, so I'm super excited about it. It's been way too long since the last Rocksteady game. And if it does come out next year, it will have been, like, seven years since Arkham Knight, which is insane to me. Like, it came out just before I finished high school, and now I've finished high school, college, and university. So,
0: like, it's yeah. been it's been way too long. Yeah, that's true. Like, I yeah, Arkham Knight came out for me when I was, like, entering high school. Like, I think it was, like, that summer going into high school. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, the summer going into high school. And, like, that's now crazy. i finished high school those four years, and now I'm, like, on my third year of college. That's crazy. Yeah, it's almost, I almost forget Rock City's a developer. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, like, straight up forget they develop games now. It's, like, I haven't seen them in, like, so long. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I guess I'll give my thoughts on Gotham Knights first Gotham Knights. I was underwhelmed by the trailer I still think the game looks really cool. I like the premise of it being the Court of Owls. It's like a really cool story um, I watched the Gotham TV show and that was like a really cool interpretation of that and obviously people rave about the comic storyline as well So I'm looking forward to seeing that the trailer just really didn't do anything new for me um, Just yeah, I wish we got to see more um, exciting stuff, but it was just more of the same I guess So, yeah, I wish we would have gotten, like, a date at least for that as well, but we didn't. Um, So, yeah, I thought that would have been early next year. It could still be early next year, but, uh, yeah, still TBA on that front. Suicide Squad, I do agree. That was a really good trailer, especially the way it streps up with, like, Arkham Asylum and stuff. I was like, fuck, yeah, yeah, we're back. It just, yeah, like Charlie said, it's, like, a really good trailer of, like, selling you the mood and premise of this game. Teasing you, giving you, like, shots out of context, but giving you a lot um, because of that um yeah just a total mood setter for sure um yeah looking forward to it for sure just like comedy is really really cool especially like that very ending part with the penguin that was cool um yeah just a lot of a lot of cool potential with that game i'm looking forward to seeing what they do um and just you know seeing how it plays ultimately because yeah there was rumors that it was like a games as a service i don't know if we still have confirmation on that or not um so yeah i was always i was hoping that this would kind of like you know, reveal one way or the other, because everything I've seen so far, it makes me feel like it's a single-player game, but the reports have always said that this is a game to the service, so I'm still confused on that front, but, um, yeah, that trailer was great. Um, and, yeah, I guess we can talk about The Batman as well, so if you want to give your thoughts on that. Yeah, I,
1: I I thought the trailer for The Batman was really good. Um, I'm just as excited for that film as I was before. Um, I was a bit, like, when I, they first showed off the footage last year, obviously they were in the middle of filming, like, I think they are just taking a break because of Covid and stuff. Um, but I thought there might be, like, a s- much smaller amount of action, right? I thought they were going to be leaning more into the detective stuff, but I was glad to see they are still doing quite a few action sequences, like, we see quite a few shots of him fighting people. Um, I'm super excited, I think the vibe they've they've got going on with it is really cool. I love the designs of all the characters. I think Colin Colin Farrell as, like, Penguin is probably going to be, like, the most odd one in the whole thing. Like, it looks literally nothing like him. They've done such a good job with, like, the prosthetics. Um, But overall, like, really positive. The shots in it look really cool. Character design's really cool. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's as long as the rumors are, which is, like, three hours or something. Because I'm i'm down for having like three hours of this new batman um i just hope that it's good and that if it is good i hope it sets up other films because i don't really want this to just be a one-off but i think the rumor right now is that it sets off like a sets up like a whole trilogy so um we'll see but i'm super
0: looking forward to it that'd be awesome yeah this batman trailer looked great i love how they use the same music but like a remix version of it um, that theme is like iconic. I don't know how many times I've seen that, like original Batman trailer, but it's so many times. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. I was interested in finding out the Penguin like starts off getting like arrested, right? And he's conducting this all through jail. Riddler, mean- I think there's like snippets of that. What was that? You mean the Riddler? The Riddler, sorry. Yeah, I was yeah. On the, the Riddler. Um, and yeah, just everything about that looked really cool. Selena Kyle, that was a really good casting choice for her as well. Um, Robert Pattinson, obviously, is still killing it. We got to finally hear more of his voice a bit as well, um, which is really, really cool. And, yeah, I just really want to watch this movie. Like, I sent you that one tweet, like, a few weeks ago where we're, like, supposed to have watched it by now. um, But it got delayed, obviously. I just really want to see this film. Like you, I don't even mind if it's three hours. Like, yeah, I just want to watch it. So, yeah, great trailer. It's coming out, what, March 4th or something like that? Yeah, I think it's beginning of March.
1: March. I'm not sure when, but I know it's March.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I just want to watch that. 2022 is going to be a great year for DC in general. If, you know, all three of those, Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad, and Batman, uh, all drop. So, yeah, can't wait. And speaking of movies, we'll talk about the Uncharted movie, which we finally got a trailer. This is, like, huge. Like, this has been, like, a decade in the making. How long this movie's been announced before we finally got to see, you know, a trailer of it has been yeah well over a decade now i remember talking about it when i was like 10 so yeah the Uncharted movie like first got like its footage leaked i want to say like wednesday night or yeah wednesday no it would have been middle of the day wednesday um it was like essentially like a little snippet of tom holland uh, as nathan drake falling off it was essentially the uncharted 3 scene um and then yeah we got a date february 18th which i think was already previously announced um yeah obviously we knew a new trailer was coming imminent and then yesterday we finally got to see that drop it's interesting i actually thought the leaked was the leak was better than the actual trailer because i think the leak has the best parts of that trailer um for me a lot of the stuff with the story and the characters i don't like terribly much so um yeah i guess we'll just talk about it um stuff i don't like obviously solely being played by mark Wahlberg, i'm still very iffy on in this trailer he doesn't really sound like him much at all Um, There was a behind-the-scenes video that did drop, and in those, you get snippets of him flying a plane, and he also calls Nave Kid, which was reassuring a bit because he didn't use that word at all in the trailer. He was just, you know, kind of talking to him like he's, like, a, you know, regular person, right? Um... Chloe, apparently, is in this movie. I watched this trailer a few times, and apparently that lady that was like in the middle of the trailer was supposed to be Chloe. I thought of it. I did record my reactions for this trailer, but I never ended up uploading it. Um, but in that, when I saw that girl, I was like, I hope they're not trying to say that's Chloe. Because that you know wouldn't make sense for this film being an Origins you know, movie about Nathan Drake and Sully um but yeah apparently they're trying to say that that's chloe i get it because lost legacy also has its fan base right um there's a lot of people that love chloe um she's obviously one of my favorite characters as well i just don't think this is the move <laughs> to be you know here in this movie focus on nate and Sully. have like an original adventure like that um, i don't mind throwing in the uncharted three sex you know set um sequence but don't start throwing in characters from like in, later on in the trilogy you know here on like the origins movie Um, besides that you know the treasure they're going after is original they do drop sam like twice name drop him twice which is cool um and yeah thought nate was fine or tom was fine as nate just yeah you got to make sure you don't take this film too seriously because obviously this isn't going to be canon this is just going to be some you know special you know movie that will be nice to watch for fans of the game to catch references on and enjoy like that live action you know you know set pieces and shit like that. Um and also, you know, still be something for original fans to kinda come at, you know, newly and enjoy. So what were your thoughts on the uncharted movie trailer?
1: Yeah, I, I know we've spoken kind of briefly on Discord about it, right? But um overall I was pretty positive on it. Um I've come out of that trail the same way I was going into the film five, ten years ago. In that I'm not expecting it to be anything really like the games. It's gonna share the name and characters, but It's gonna be very different because you're so attached to those characters right we've come to know them over the past sort of 10-15 years we know how they sound we know how they act like it's very difficult for an actor to replicate that um especially you know when they're trying to do something slightly different so i was going into it expecting you know tom not to be quite like nolan and for mark not to be quite like sully right like it's just not that's not gonna be how it works um and i like i think it looks pretty good i think if you were to watch it as somebody who has not played uncharted you would think it looks like a fun action film that you would go to the cinema to see and from everyone i've spoken to that i'm friends with that isn't like massive uncharted fans they're in pretty much agreement with me right um Like the first thing they said to me was like, oh, so what do you think about the trailer then? I'm just kind of like, yeah, it looks all right. Like I'd go and see the film, like I'm gonna go and see it. Like I think it looks like a fun film that I can enjoy and it's gonna be quite funny and have some cool action sequences. And it might not necessarily, you know, be word for word exactly what I would want from an adaptation of Uncharted. I think it's still gonna do a pretty good job of bringing those characters onto the big screen um in in the grand scheme of things as well right like if we say uncharted 4 that sold what 10 15 million copies at this point um that's going to be nowhere near what sony want the amount of people in theaters right they're going to want a lot more than that so you know in theory they're not really trying to make this movie for the fans they're trying to make it for people that they want to then go and buy the game it's not necessarily just for us um and i think some people forget that when they're watching yeah. stuff like this they think it's oh yeah it's made just for the people that play the game and that's not necessarily the case right um yeah. but overall like i said i was pretty positive i think tom seems to be doing a pretty good job as nate there's a couple of scenes in that trailer that i thought yeah that it kind of hits it perfectly i think the the moment on the plane when he gets knocked off by the car. I was like, cool. Yeah, that's that's basically now. I wish you would have said, um, no,
0: no, 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 no. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I saw like some people saying
1: that. But maybe he does. And they just cut it out. Who knows? Um, and also the, the Scottish guy, right, that comes up to him, and he's speaking all this gibberish. He's he like, what? <laughs> I was yeah, just that like, was yeah, totally that, that's, that that's is a Nate innate, yeah. thing. Like, that's a nate right there. Like, That's the kind of thing he would do. Um, So that came across quite well. I don't like Mark Wahlberg um, as Sully. I don't think it works. Maybe it will when the film comes out. I just think he just doesn't sound enough like Sully. He's not got that grizzled... Voice because even when Sully's younger, right, he still has the same voice because the, the same actor. voice, yeah. So, like, he's still gonna have that grizzle voice, he's still smoking cigars, he's still got the mustache, but neither of those things Mark Wahlberg has. I think his character would automatically look more accurate if he had a moustache and was occasionally smoking a cigar. Why didn't they um, have him
0: give a cigar? Like, even not, like, the yeah. moustache aside, like, if you do one of those things, it will go a long way than just making him look like a young Nate. Like, what the fuck?
1: But I also wouldn't be surprised if, like, the last shot of the movie, they get into, like, his jet plane and he's got a cigar in his mouth and he's got a moustache or something. Like, he's grown out a moustache. I wouldn't be surprised if they save that for, like, the end of the film or something, right? Um, just as, like, a little kind of nod for the fans um i could see that happening um but yeah he's the one kind of thing that just doesn't really work for me because when he stood next to tom holland i just see young nate and old nate i don't see nate and sully they look too similar um and i I didn't really get the kind of like buddy vibes between the two i i don't know if maybe that just doesn't come across in the trailer but i just don't see i see them more butting like they don't butt heads in the right way um but yeah, overall, I'm, st- I'm still positive. Uh, I think the Chloe thing is interesting. Like, I like the idea she's in it, just because we do know from, like, Uncharted 2 and stuff, they have a history. So at some point before Uncharted 2 and presumably Uncharted 1, they did meet. And at that point, Nate would be quite young anyway. So I could see them doing that in this. I think the reason why, like, me and you, Brandon, didn't quite notice it the first time around that it's her is she's got, obviously, a different accent. Um, yeah that was a big thing for seem, me i think the casting is fine
0: besides that. yeah
1: yeah she she looks fine like they've obviously gone for more of a british accent whereas in the game she has more of that new zealand kind of accent i think is, well, it's like it's, it's essentially just like
0: if you had flynn and you don't have his accent it's like that's half the character gone or there almost yeah for at least. But, but it's I also like that... it's also like it's hard it's kind of like what we're saying like it's almost like if we were watching Nate being older, right. And he didn't have Nolan North's voice. The reason why this movie can get away with a lot of stuff is because they're younger versions of these characters. Um, yeah. but like Nate, that's fine. But like with Chloe, it's like, she still would sound the same. Like you're not going to change your voice dramatically from like twenties to thirties, I guess. But yeah,
1: I think that's more just though, because of like the, the actress, Mikasa, right. Claudia black. Yeah. I think that her character is meant to be like half British. Right. But obviously Claudia black is not, um, so I think that kind of accent comes across from her own accent rather than necessarily the characters. So, you know, it's not too big a deal. It's just more noticeable with her because obviously the others just have American accents. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's a bit more noticeable when you have like a foreign accent mixed in there. Um, but yeah, like you, I'm still pretty positive on it. I'm excited to see the film. I think people should be a bit more open with it. I've seen a lot of negativity online, and I don't think really there's that much need for it. Like, just wait.
0: Surprise them that su- Like everyone's gonna hate on this shit.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's just like I think people take this stuff too seriously and take it very personally, and I don't think that's the way to go about it. Like, be a bit more open. No, it's not just for you; it's for plenty of other people that have never played the games. Um, um, but oh uh, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm definitely gonna give it a chance. Um, but I think the trailer looked promising. I'm excited yeah. to see how it turns out.
0: Someone like said that thing that happened with the Mario movie, like when that was announced that Chris Pratt would be playing Mario, and everyone was like, <laughs> you know, oh, I hate this casting and shit like that. It's like obviously they're not trying to recreate Mario authentically. Like it's obviously like a joke. It's like that's the point of the film. Yeah, but but the difference like, there is they've
1: got Charles Martinet in the film just not as Mario, but as far as we know Nolan North's not in this film.
0: So I'm sure he they had him on set one day. I mean, I'm sure yeah. he's got a cameo. I,
1: I was also kind of thinking I'm like they make a lot of references make a difference. references Sam in the trailer. I wonder if they are going to have like Troy Baker come in as Sam or something. Like what I was I was like I think it would be really weird, but at the same time it'd be really interesting cuz I feel like Sam's going to show up, right? They seem to be They'd making break a big the fourth deal wall for me. Yeah, it would be weird, because uh, some people were saying, "What if Nolan North shows up as Sam?" I was like, "He's too old; it wouldn't work." <laughs> like it'd be yeah. funny, but at the same time, he'd be because he's in like his fifties now; he'd just be too old to play hey, to play like an older brother, right?
0: Now that Chloe's in the movie, like Elena's gonna be the post-credit scene. Watch. <laughs> she's, no
1: fil- she's filming them at the end, or something. What if, what if we
0: get Cutter? What if we get Cutter from the Uncharted movie before we get him? Turns in the out, I'm again? playing Cutter i'm playing uh, yeah. charlie Carr. you would me <laughs> you're welcome yeah. yeah that was great though um yeah definitely if you don't take it seriously the movie does look good and it looks fun um it'll be cool to have like an original villain as well um so that's really cool so like they're trying to recreate one game it's just like they're throwing a bunch of stuff together which i don't mind like the plane sequence coming in when he's a kid and stuff like that the chloe stuff still does seem odd to me but at the same time you make a good point like the character herself is like half you know british right claudia black's interpretation of it with the australian accent um just you know her being australian right it's kind of why it's iconic we almost like attach that aspect of the actress to the character um so yeah you're right about that but yeah i guess that brings us to the end of the podcast definitely really really cool um to get a lot of the stuff uh, announced and shown off it's a great week for sure and yeah that being said we'll see you next week for episode 46 yeah take care
1: yeah, you later.